Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Cinema Soft Underbelly. I'm your host, Eugene Weaver. And uh, if you're looking for all things horror, exploitation, hard to find, long thought lost, then you have come to the right place. Uh, I am going to be continuing with uh, last episode's discussion about uh, collectible media, collectible physical media, obviously. Um, I was planning on only dedicating one episode to that. However, uh, I ran out of time. There's so much to cover in the world of uh, collectible Blu-ray. And so I just thought I would split it up and uh, spend a little bit more time on it because if you are a fan of this type of thing, uh, these types of movies, now is the time to be getting into collecting because as the, uh, as the Blu-ray format uh, starts to see its, its twilight days, uh, I mean, it's been around for a little while and with streaming media becoming more and more mainstream, uh, the, the, the physical media, Blu-ray especially, is, is, I hate to say it's going the way of the dinosaur, I think I did yesterday, but um, it should still be around for a little while, however, the, the amount of movies that are going to be released on Blu-ray is going to be, I think, dropped drastically, and not only that, but the movies that are released that are very niche titles that don't sell that much, they're going to be in very, very limited quantities produced, so they're going to be limited editions, and they're going to be worth a lot of money. They're going to sell out fairly quick. And so I would say jump, jump on it. If you're going to be a, if you're a collector, start doing it. I mean, start getting some of these, these harder to find movies or lesser known movies because they're going to either going to go out of print or, like I said, they're going to, there's only an allotment of, there's only, might be only an allotment of maybe 1,000, uh, 1,500, three, 5,000, even maybe 10,000. But I would say other than that, I mean, they're, these niche titles are going to be harder and harder to find. So I might cover similar ground with what I did yesterday just because I was skimming over a bunch of stuff. But I'm going to keep rolling on different companies that I think are are out there doing their thing, trying to get these little scene horror exploitation thriller movies out there to the masses um, as, as well as the different – the different casing, the different packaging, the, the different ways that it's being sold. The uh, I did talk about about how different uh, brick and mortar stores have different exclusive rights. That's mainly for major releases, though. Django Unchained and uh, Star Trek in the Darkness, stuff like that. They get exclusives for stuff like that. But anymore, if you are looking for. Um, Something like The Video Dead on, on Blu-ray. Very obscure movie, but it's available on Blu-ray uh, from uh, Scream Factory. You're going to have to go online, and you're going to have to buy it from Amazon or Blow It Out of Here is a good place to, to, uh, to buy Blu-rays. Family Video, uh, and then, of course, you know, your, your used, the used places like eBay, whatever. But uh, Amazon is kind of my go-to spot, as well as uh, I do a lot of shopping on Blu-ray.com. There's uh, trade boards on there, so if you get into good standing with, uh, with those boards there, then you can start making transactions. I've sold a lot of movies on there as well as bought. In fact, most of the movies that I buy are used, and they come from Blu-ray.com. Uh, so anyway, that's just a little side note there. Um, so I talked about Arrow yesterday, the fact that they have, uh, they've got a great thing going over in the U.K., and now they're going to be starting to release stuff over here in the U.S., 
Uh, I believe that one of their first titles is going to be Mark of the Devil, uh, which I didn't much care for. But again, anytime I can, I see one of these harder to find uh, little scene exploitation genre pieces. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they're on Blu-ray, even if I may not buy it. I, I'm glad that they're available. Uh, that one there, I'm, depending on the price, I might pick up uh, just for its kind of classic standing in the world of uh, horror and exploitation. But it's not uh, it's not a must see. But regardless, it is cool that that uh, Arrow is going to be coming to the U.S. It is going to be uh, interesting to see what catalog titles they're able to acquire because that's another thing is a lot of these studios are unwilling to license out their movies which i think is just the silliest thing uh studios like lionsgate i mean lionsgate is the company that freddie built and we all know that and they refuse to license their movies out and i don't i don't understand why they don't release any more catalog title blu-rays anymore i mean they had for a little while uh they and they were doing a doing a really good job and then they just they just quit and now it's mainly if they're if they're releasing to blu-ray it is strictly new releases it seems like um even sony it sony there's some movies that they release but it's usually through twilight time and that's the uh the high dollar amount extremely limited quantity company the blob 1988 89 not sure what year exactly that was made but that's, a, that's one that just came out through Twilight Time, limited to 5,000 uh, copies, sold out. I have one of them, uh, but it's sold out. That's a Sony title. Uh, so it just – a lot of these big studios just aren't supporting, um, aren't supporting these smaller movies. And I, you know, I kind of get it because some of these titles are only going to sell one, maybe 2,000. So there's a lot of work that goes into it. But if, if you're not going to sell them yourself, then license them out to these companies that are willing to do it. License them out to the Scream Factories and the Arrows and the uh, Scorpion, Olive, Vinegar Syndrome, Blue Underground. There's so many smaller niche companies, even even uh, Code Red. Uh, they're they're out there and they're wanting to get these more obscure movies to the masses. Yet these companies, whoa, they just refuse to license their movies out. I will hand it to MGM. Uh, they really license. Uh, they're they're pretty much hey if you want our movies let us know let's try and make a deal uh, right now Scream Factory uh, has has uh, has some rights to their movies so a lot of the Scream Factory titles that you see come from come from them but eventually that well is going to dry up and they're going to have to look other places and I'm wondering where when Arrow starts releasing stuff over here. Pretty soon, if these studios aren't releasing their movie, aren't, aren't licensing out their movies, what else is there going to be to be released? Um, granted, a lot of the bigger movies have already been released now to Blu-ray, but there is still so, so, so many smaller movies that I've even I've, I've never heard of. To All a Good Night, I finished that one up yesterday. I thought that was a great movie. Um, I had never even heard of it. Uh, it's a killer Santa Claus movie that came before Silent Night, Deadly Night, and it's it's good. It's a good little slasher movie, and uh, I, I had no idea about the movie. But luckily, MGM had the rights, and it was remastered and re-released, and I am so glad that I have it. Um, so and, and every single movie studio out there has those, has those gems in the rough or hard-to-find movies. Uh, so I, I just hope that 
the more streaming becomes mainstream, I guess, uh, the more these studios, if they're not going to license out their movies to smaller companies, they at least remaster them themselves and get them out onto streaming services so that we can watch them. Uh, and no, I don't want to see a crappy quality, SD quality uh, version of you know an old movie remaster it. If it's in your catalog, remaster that thing at least and give it to us that way. So anyway, there's my little rant. Um, so moving on with, with some of the, uh, some of the other things that, that are, are worthy of, of collecting. Uh, I'm pretty sure I touched on slip covers for Blu-rays, but I'm going to, I want to really hit on that, um, more today. Uh, there are some slipcovers that are almost impossible to find at this point because studios will release a movie and the first pressing will have slipcovers slip with it. Uh, a couple that are really hard to find and really up there in value are uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, that's the Francis Ford Coppola movie. Uh, Trick or Treat, the newer uh, Halloween anthology movie. Saw Part 3. Um, I believe even Crank is another one, the first Crank movie. Uh, so, granted, those movies are readily available on Blu-ray. But to find one with a slipcover is very rare, especially something like Dracula and Trick or Treat. Uh, those, are, those are hard to find, and those fetch a lot of money. Uh, and that's just scratching the surface. There's a lot of movies out there that have slipcovers that are no longer available that if you find them, get them because they're going to be worth a lot of money as well as studios that release a particular movie on Blu-ray and maybe it has an extra DVD or an extra Blu-ray in it that has a whole bunch of special features. Blue Underground did that with Zombie, Lucio Fulci's Zombie. Uh, and then they also re-released it uh, with, uh, with the single-disc version. Well, obviously, the double-disc version is going to be worth a lot more. Evil Dead, when Anchor Bay released Evil Dead, they did the same thing. The original pressing had a bonus DVD in it and... Uh, and then subsequent printings are just the movie with a couple of special features on. So obviously the, the original pressing is the one that's worth a lot of money. Uh, so, and then even Scream Factory, uh, they just, uh, for their Toby Hooper movie, Life Force, that was a collector's edition. And by the way, that's a great movie. Uh, but it came with a slipcover and some great special features. Well, something happened with one of the special features where they lost the rights to, to distribute that. And so it was one of those immediately, uh, immediately they had to pull their stock and, and come out with another version without that special feature and I think different artwork. Uh, so now, all, th- that's all it takes. Now the, the original pressing with the slipcover and that special feature is going to be worth a lot more money. And I have it. <laughs> um, so it's just there's just little things like that that just pop up, and all of a sudden it's it's uh, it's worth some cash. So I think that's really cool. Um, even even Return of the Living Dead, uh, the uh, something happened with the rights to one or two of the songs on the movie. So the U.S. release has different songs, and they even tweaked the movie a little bit with the in the audio department. And a couple of the, the uh, like the zombie, the one zombie, he talks a little bit, and they redid his voice for some reason. They wanted to make it more creepy. Well, it doesn't work. The only way to watch the original theatrical release of Return of the Living Dead is the UK Steelbook release, 
that I have, and I highly recommend if you can get it, get it. It is so worth it. That original, the original soundtrack and audio track is so much better than the redone one. Everything about it is just better. The song beings that those punk rock songs are reinstated is is just great. Um, it just it works better. Uh, so anyway, but little things like that. So that one obviously is the one to get. Um, so I'm going to just kind of jump around here, uh, just cause I want to cover everything that I can today. Cause this is going to do it for the uh, physical media discussion. Uh, some other companies that I just wanted to mention just because they're doing, they're doing their own thing and trying to get movies that are a little bit more obscure or genre pictures out there. Severin films is releasing movies. They do a lot of Euro horror stuff from, uh, Jean Rollin, Jess Franco, um, now, granted, I don't have a whole lot of their stuff. I, I'm not as big of a fan of the movies that they're releasing. They do a bang-up job on the transfers and the audio and even the special features. But a lot of the movies that, that Severn comes out with, I just I haven't really been impressed with. I don't think they're that terribly good. Um, especially Jean Roland stuff, I'm just not a big fan of his, his Euro horror from the 70s. It's just kind of artsy and boring and eh. Um, so anyway, uh, on top of that, uh, I think I mentioned, uh, Scorpion, uh, they're doing a great, th- they're, they're one of the top tier U S release companies right now, along with scream factory retro media is getting into the blu-ray game. Uh, they're, uh, that's Fred Olin Ray's company and they're going to be coming out with scalps and Hollywood chainsaw hookers. And if you haven't seen Hollywood chainsaw hookers, it's from 1987, I think. And Gunnar Hansen, uh, as he's Leatherface from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I think, uh, um, well, yeah, you just there's other actors, actresses in it that you probably never heard of before, but it's hilarious. Um, but so they're going to be starting to do some some movies. That's great. I I like that. Trauma is another one that, while they have a gigantic catalog of movies, Trauma is notoriously cheap. So. For them to release a Blu-ray, they have to know that it's going to sell pretty good. Uh, and I, under, I get it. I understand that. And I am glad that they are at least from time to time releasing a Blu-ray. Poultry Geist, uh, Class of Newcomb High, Toxic Avenger, which I just got Toxic Avenger and the transfer is great. The special features are great. Um, so I'm, I'm Return to Newcomb High, obviously. Now, Return to Newcomb High was... Released in, co- in conjunction with Anchor Bay, I guess, which is odd. For some reason, it's, it was Troma slash Anchor Bay. And I wonder if that was just to get into more stores because I know that Return to Nukem High actually was being sold at brick-and-mortar stores like Best Buy. And for a Troma movie to be sold at a brick-and-mortar store at this, at this point in time, that's, that's fairly impressive. Um, uh, some other companies, Olive Films... They've released Night of the Demons Part Two, Night of the Scarecrow, Switch, uh, uh, Witchboard Part Two. Those are those are '80s horror movies, and, and these companies don't just release horror movies. Uh, but when they do release horror movies, the transfers are generally really good, and uh, they're stuff like you know they're they're little scene stuff, but they're stuff that us horror fans, especially horror fans that grew up in the '80s watching this stuff, can really appreciate because uh, all three of those movies are really really good. Um, Shriek Show Media Blasters is another one, and I don't believe that they are even in business anymore, which is unfortunate because their t- their catalog is huge, and I'm not sure where that reverts to once a studio goes goes under. But uh, Shriek Show Media Blasters, 
And they also have, I think, Tokyo Shock. Uh, but they, they released some Blu-rays. They had Burial Ground, Knights of Terror, Beyond the Darkness, Zombie Holocaust. Um, I think they did uh, Ricky O. Uh, their transfers are mediocre. However, however, I'm glad that they were still released because otherwise it would just be DVD. And even though these seem like, like um, I don't want to say slightly better than DVD because they are better than DVD, but they're not top-tier stuff. I'm still glad that they're available on Blu-ray. Uh, I just wish that they would still be putting out stuff because they've got so many uh, catalog titles that I would love to see on on Blu-ray. Stuff that uh, I'm Euro horror that I just I love. And I still have the DVDs because that's unfortunately probably going to be the only way that we're able to watch those. And I would guess once they're available for streaming, I would imagine the quality is going to be not a whole lot better, if at all, than DVD excuse me, DVD. So as Shriek Show Media Blasters, um, in conjunction with Scream Factory, uh, the parent company is called Shout Factory and, uh, they've been around before Scream Factory, but Shout Factory does a lot of the Roger Corman stuff like Piranha and, uh, some of the stuff that I had hit on in one of my first episodes, Galaxy of Terror, stuff like that. And even the, uh, the, uh, some older, um, some older sci-fi stuff that, isn't that good, but I'm glad that it's on Blu-ray. Uh, Damnation Alley, I, th- I think, is one of them. Star Crash, Battle Beyond the Stars. Well, that's a Corman movie. But um, so anyway, they're doing their own thing. Um, Synopsy is another one, and Synopsy uh, they don't release many, but when they do, their transfers are unbelievable. Uh, I have the uh, Steelbook double feature of Demons one and two. This is the old. This is the 80s uh, Italian horror movies. I've got the Arrow releases in both uh, the Steelbook as well as the Slipbox editions from Arrow. And Synopsy, and I thought they looked fantastic. Synopsy released the uh, limited edition Steelbooks, and somehow theirs looks even better. And the sound is even better. So they're not cheap. But they put a lot of tender, loving care into their movies, and I appreciate that. I wish that they would be making, they would be coming out with more movies quicker. But I understand a lot of these times, a lot of these situations, getting the master and you know doing a 4K scan or a 2K scan, cleaning it all up, and then uh, compiling special features with interviews from people that were a part of these movies from back in the 80s and even 70s. It sometimes it's really hard, and it takes a long time to do that. So. Uh, I really commend them from, for doing a really, really good job on that. Uh, same goes for Grindhouse uh, Pictures. They released Cannibal Holocaust, uh, which if you're a fan of that, great. I love the movie, but that is a very, very niche market right there. But the, the transfer is just amazing. And the special features, it's like a Criterion release. It's loaded with special features. The packaging is amazing. It, has, it comes with its own soundtrack CD. I, I, the, the release is so impressive. Um, and they, they, their stuff just trickles out. I mean, there is not a lot of action going on over at, uh, over at Grindhouse, but that was, that's the company that Sage, Sage Stallone, uh, I believe he co-founded and he passed away. That's, uh, Sylvester Stallone's son. Uh, so I'm guessing that that put a hurting on the company as far as getting stuff released. I believe that one of the next movies they're going to be releasing is, uh, uh, JP Simon's Pieces, which is one of my all-time favorite slasher movies. 
as well as uh, Cannibal Fero, also known as uh, Make Them Die Slowly, another classic Euro horror movie. I love that movie. Uh, but it takes a long time. They only release a couple movies a year, it seems. So anyway, I'm going to really quick hit on uh, a couple of European studios. Uh, I did already yesterday, but I, I, I didn't give mention to a company called 88 Films. And I think that their stuff is fantastic. They are actually doing uh, stuff that, like, they get they get certain movies that uh, that Full Moon over here has. And if you know what what Full Moon is, that's Charles Band's company, uh, and they really they have the Puppet Masters and the subspecies and all that stuff. Castle Freak. Um, well, um, for for um, for eighty eight films. They're they're also releasing those things, and their masters are much better, much better. Uh, so they're kind of in the over in the UK. They're kind of doing their own thing, kind of similar to Arrow, and um, they're coming out with, uh, I believe, in early 2015. They're coming out with their retro slasher line, uh, Scalps and Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Which, if I you know, as I mentioned earlier, Retro Media has that over here in the United States, uh, and then they're also doing Splatter University. I think that's a, I think that that is a trauma movie. Uh, and then another one called Slaughterhouse. I haven't seen that one. Uh, so uh, it's good to see that they're, they're over there doing their thing. I, I, I love the fact that it's not just the U.S. doing this, but there's other countries that are releasing uh, cool niche titles on Blu-ray as well. Uh, now I'm going to hit on, on uh, some out-of-print titles. And I know I've talked about this before, but, but – um, I'm going to get into a little bit more mainstream releases here. Um, for out-of-print titles, that's just – maybe the company lost the rights to release the movie or, uh, or it didn't sell good, so they just, let, they just left it go. Whatever the case is, or there might even be a glitch on the disc like I had mentioned earlier. Um, Dead Alive is one of those movies that is no longer in print. That's, that's uh, Peter Jackson's movie. And the transfer isn't that great. But it's certainly worlds better than the DVD, and uh, it's out of print now, and it's it's continuing to climb in value. Uh, Metallica, uh, French for a Night, that's that was the first Metallica concert on Blu-ray, and uh, I imported that from France, and that th- and it's still I, there's there's now several Metallica shows on Blu-ray that is still by far the best. That thing is uh, out of print. And the reason being is I think the PCM Audio 2.0 track, there's a glitch in it, I believe. And so they didn't feel comfortable keeping selling that thing because there is a glitch in it. I think it, the audio is off or something like that. But I always watched the DTS Master Audio. I never, I never even knew. And then I saw that this thing's out of print. And when I say out of print, I've seen these things uh, upwards of $200 on eBay. So um, I'm hanging on to my Metallica Blu-ray. Um, then we go into like, there's some stuff that it's almost comical, like Hellraiser Debtor. Uh, that movie, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. It got a, it got a, uh, a release from Echo Bridge, I believe. And Echo Bridge is a budget title or a budget company that's releasing these things. And I don't think they, they're doing anything anymore. If they are, it's very little, but, um, I think I picked that thing up for five bucks and, uh, now it's out of print and it's, it's ridiculous what these things are going for. And the transfer is, it's decent enough for that type of movie, but it's just, 
it's almost comical to see what that thing's going for. Uh, Arrow over in the UK, their release of Dawn of the Dead, they lost the rights to that. And so the slip box version of that thing is going for tons of money, tons of money. So that's another one that, uh, and that's the only way that you can get that movie on Blu-ray that actually has the other releases, like the Argento cut and the extended cut and all that. But however, that's all on DVD. That's not the, uh, the original uh, Romero version, which is on Blu-ray. Um, but still, highly, highly collectible. Uh, I mentioned Evil Dead. The first printing had the second disc of bonus features. Um, and then there's a company called Midnight Videos that – I think that's what they're called, Midnight Videos. They released, I think, one movie, Alien 2 on Earth. Uh, and it's hilarious. It's, it's an Italian movie about – these people that go into a cave and they find an alien and it is bad, bad. But the transfer is just stunning. And it is also out of print because I don't think they're in business anymore. Uh, so highly collectible. Uh, another couple movies, uh, Cujo and Night of the Creeps. And the reason I bring those up is because those the original releases from Lionsgate um, – have better audio and special features. And they, those were picked up by, I mean, possibly Olive uh, picked them up when they, I, Lionsky didn't lose the rights, but I think they just licensed those out for, for whatever reason. They don't do it anymore. But the release that they came out with for those is substandard as far as the audio goes and the special features. It's not near as good. So that makes the originals a lot more collectible, especially Night of the Creeps, because Night of the Creeps had some fantastic, fantastic uh, special features on it that are not to be found on the re-release. And I think that Monster Squad might even be another one. In fact, I know it is. Monster Squad is another another one that uh, had a a really good blue or initial Blu-ray release with a bunch of features, and then it got re-released, and it's eh, it's bare bones, whatever. So highly collectible. Um. Um, then there's also movies that are so obscure that, um, they fairly or almost never drop in price. Um, movies like the, like the original faces of death. Now, granted, I understand probably a lot of people don't like that movie, but it's still such a niche style and the transfer is just bad, but it's not one that's going to be selling a, a whole lot of. And so the chance of you seeing that for dirt cheap slim, uh, hammer import titles. I am a huge fan of Hammer movies, Hammer Studios. I'm going to be dedicating a lot of episodes down the road to Hammer, and they're fantastic movies because they need to be seen. They're so good. Um, the releases that they came out with over in the UK are phenomenal. Uh, the special features are great. They've got slip covers. Um, the transfers are, for the most part, awesome. I love them. I have a feeling that... Um, that Hammer might license to the U.S. To what company? I'm not sure. I could see maybe Scream Factory doing a big box set of a bunch of the really important Hammer movies, like the, the Dracula's, Frankenstein, Mummy, the big ones, wolf, the uh, werewolf ones. I could see that happening. But I'll tell you what: I've been enjoying these Hammer Blu-rays for uh, for probably a good three years now, and I'm extremely happy with with what I've got. There has been a couple of Hammer releases already over here. Not many. Frankenstein Created Women, which I believe is now out of print, um, uh, from, I think, a company that's no longer even in business anymore. Uh, but then also Scream Factory released a couple movies. Synopsy, I believe, re- released a couple of, of Hammer's f- movies. But for the most part, the bulk of them is still unavailable over here. And even even worldwide, 
there is so many great Hammer movies that just have yet to see the light of day. Uh, and then some other stuff, uh, the Roger Corman movies from Shout Factory. Uh, while you know, it's not like they're extremely expensive, you, you generally don't see them for really, really, really cheap just because they're kind of a niche title. Um, and then more obscure stuff. I watched a movie called Death Spa, which wasn't that, all that good. Uh, but I would guess that um, seeing that one be really low in price is probably not going to happen. Another one is Killer Fish. I just watched that. Uh, that was a really, really good movie, actually. Italian uh, action suspense thriller. And uh, um, I remember seeing it as a kid on TV, and it was great. Lee Majors is in it. So there you go. That's all the reason you need to watch it. Uh, but I have a feeling that those movies are probably not going to dip too much below 15 bucks, And that might not be that much for a collector, but still in the in the day and age now where after a, a month after release, you can probably get Captain America Part 2 for five or six bucks used. Um, those are the ones that you want to, that for me as a collector, I, I want to be getting. Um, and then the last thing I'm going to touch on because I'm already running out of time uh, is better end codes. Certain movies have different releases throughout the world and um, and there's different end codes. There's different encoding processes and different masters that the company that is releasing it has access to. Um, just, a, just a couple that are worthy of mention is the original U.S. release of The Descent, and they, this might still be the version that's, that's available. Uh, this, is, this is the fantastic Neil Marshall movie. Uh, I thought that it looked really good. However, uh, I guess in foreign markets, the transfer was much better. Um, and not just like the picture quality, but even even the uh, the compression is better. So sometimes there might be a little bit of blockiness in some of some a certain release, whereas another one has a lot more space to play with. Maybe one movie, uh, the same movie is on a 25 gigabyte Blu-ray versus another release that's on a 50 gigabyte dual layer Blu-ray. Well, that is way more space to play with and way less compression. Now, even 25 gigs, uh, and that's even with special features or whatever, that's still really good. But for us collectors, we want the best, best, best quality product out there. Uh, Arrow used to be fairly bad with their encodes. There are some Lucio Fulci movies that they have released that are, are way, way inferior to the U.S. counterparts. Um, however, in recent years... They have stepped up their game to the point where you know if it's coming out on Arrow, it is going to be probably the best release that you can get. Um, prime example of that is Lucio Fulci's Zombie. Blue Underground first came out with their release of it, and I thought it looked fantastic. And then Arrow came out with their version and somehow blew the Blue Underground version away. Uh, it was the most film-like and clean version of that movie I've ever seen. And then rewatching Blue Underground's version, it still looks good, but it's oversaturated, and it's just something about it doesn't have that that fantastic film-like quality that the Arrow release of Zombie does. Uh, and that is such a great example of how the encode process works and tweaking tweaking with your editing software to maybe boost the contrast or do this or that or, or over-process it or, uh, de- you know, take away too much of the grain. That's another thing I don't like is when companies take away too much grain. 
Um, you know, some of these movies, that's the way they were supposed to look. Now, however, I'm all for cleaning up a movie. Um, I know Predator gets a ton of hate, the, the newest release, because it doesn't, it looks too waxy and video-like instead of the original film. And I, okay, I understand it probably didn't look like that when it came out on blue or on, uh, in the theaters, but to complain about that movie, I don't know. I think the, I think the quality looks fantastic on that. Um, but there is, there is a place for movies like Lucio Fulci's zombie to where I like to see a little bit of grain. Um, and this is like, this is exactly the way that it looked when it played in theaters, all cleaned up. Now it's 1080p. Um, so anyway, and the same applies. There's movies over here in the U S that have better releases than other countries. Um, I could get into the reanimator movie, uh, which is actually the German releases far, far superior than the U S but anyway, it, it's back and forth. It just all depends on the, on the encoding process and how much tender loving care is put into these movies. So anyway, and I'm already out of time, uh, but I covered most of what I wanted to cover with, uh, with, uh, physical media and the collectability of them. So that's going to do it for um, this two-parter on uh, collectability. Um, I'm wrapping things up now. You can get a hold of me at eugene-weaver at hotmail.com. Make sure that you check us out over at uh, MF Pod Movie Freaks on uh, YouTube. That's my sister show that I do. And uh, always make sure you listen to Cinema Sidekicks, our friends talking all things new release and movies that they like. Um, anyway, that's going to do it for me. Thanks again for listening. I'm Eugene Weaver, and until next time.